Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning, good morning out there, and that's right, it's a beautiful day out there, a bit cloudy, but there you go, we're still in, we're in summer. My name is Pierre Morrow, and I'm flying solo this morning, and I'll bring you Asia-Pacific Currents until half past nine, of course, the program of Australia-Asia Worker Links, and just to let you know, we're nearly um, at the end of the year, and uh, next week's going to be our last show before our summer break, but um, just be ready. So this is our second last program, and of course, last week we um, skipped it because it was um, special broadcasting for International Disability Day. So I hope you enjoyed the programs at the same time. But um, first of all, I, uh, thank you to Solidarity Breakfast for another interesting uh, program and that uh, song you were um, listening to. And I just I have to turn it down and not finish it. Was Story of the Eurekia Stockade by Dave. David Rovick, so thank you for that. But in this uh, half hour, we're going to be, um, obviously as usual, have a roundup of the Labor news from our region. And at about quarter past nine o'clock, we're going to be talking to Matt Kunkel, who is the project organiser at Victorian Trades Hall, about the Global Street Party, which you just heard an announcement for. So um, that's obviously happening um, later on today here in um, in Melbourne at uh, starting midday at the State Library and going on to Trades Hall for a whole festival. But uh, Matt will give us a bit of a rundown to the the, the festival, the idea, who's involved and what's, um, um, what's going to be happening. So stay tuned for the second half of the um, of the of the program got a couple of announcements as well at the end actually about three announcements so fairly um, packed show full of information and news but um, you know and unfortunately not all all good but we do have some good news so how about if we actually start with uh, a bit of good news and of course um, just to make sure that um, I did say this is brought to you by Australia Asia Workerlings you can always go on our website uh, Uh we've also got a Facebook and Twitter so just um, search for us and you can find all these stories and much more on our uh, media outlets and also you can contact us. So we'll go to the good news story that um, we've brought uh, over the, the last six months. We've brought you a number of updates about the uh, Carlton United uh, Brewery's um, struggle of the 55 uh, maintenance workers who were um, terminated and uh, told they could be re- they could reapply for the job through a labour hire for about um, 50% less wage. Anyway, that um, that dispute um, went for six months. It uh, spanned the globe because CUB was part of uh, uh, global companies. I think originally was part of Sab Miller, which was the second biggest brewer in the world. 
they were then taken over by AB InBev, who is the biggest brewer in the world. So um, there were a lot of solidarity actions around the world. But um, this week, the uh, the workers won the dispute and they were rehired by the CUB Brewery. We don't know all the details, but they've got the jobs back. So that's uh, fantastic at their uh, pay and conditions of six months ago. So well well done to not just these 55 workers, to the ETU, the AMW, and all the rest of labor activists and unions who supported them. This was obviously the company tried to destroy the union by sacking these these workers. The um, um, But um, while this is a great win and it's fantastic, the, the issue with such big global companies like AB InBev is that um, they've actually got internationally integrated operations and are always looking to implement what they call world best practices um, and un- that undermine workers' wages and conditions across the global empire, in other words, to increase their profits. So while this um, was a great, a very important victory um, because it wasn't just to undermine these workers but it was really to break these two unions and so it's it's a it's a great win just before Christmas and um, so this Monday uh, if you like to get up early there is actually going to be a welcome back guard of honor for all these CUB workers so it's Monday 12th of December at 6.20 a.m. at the CUB Brewery in Abbotsford. So if you're around there or if you can get there at that time, go there and um, show the workers how um, how proud you are that um, you've um, you've done it. And uh, it was certainly it was worth going to all those pickets and demos for all this time. So well done, comrades. You fought hard and you won. And um, you've actually won for all of us. So that's uh, really important. And um, still staying in um, in Australia, the, um, the unfortunately this is like the bit of bad news is that anti union commission has been brought back at the end of November. The Australian Senate passed a new amended version of the Australian Building and Construction Commission, the ABCC. The ABCC is quite clearly an anti-union law that is directly aimed at one of the most powerful unions that we have, the uh, CFMEU and its officials. The ABCC, um, it's a huge piece of legislation, but really, basically, what it intends to do, it it's uh, attempts to restrict the power of, of unions and of individual workers, while at the same time, giving employers more space to use precarious work contracts, which, of course, will be at lower conditions and wages, funnily enough. Um, Now, as people will remember, the first version of the ABCC was abolished in 2012 after a long fight by workers and supporters. I think that went for seven years. So we have to gear up for uh, another long fight. And unfortunately, this is not just a an attack on our wages and our ability to organise. What this means is that the construction industry can actually be a very unsafe place. And so the introduction of ABCC, as it was shown last time, it will actually mean that the safety of workers in Australian building sites will now be compromised. So the ABCC will directly lead to the death and injury of workers on construction sites in Melbourne. That is 
really what this is going to um, achieve, and it is a great crime. Hi, this is Mitchell from Cut Copy, and you're listening to 3CR. Please support Community Radio. Subscribe now. Just staying in Australia for another another story. Well, and this is like sort of a uh, yes, it's a win, but it comes back from a, a terrible uh, event. The um, this week, the Australian Federal Court awarded well over two hundred thousand dollars in damages and compen- compensation to the Aboriginal community of Palm Island um, for racial discrimination. The judgment was against both the government of the, of Queensland and its police force in relation to the police actions in two thousand and four on Palm Island. People will remember that um, almost over ten years ago, um, Cameron Dumaji died in police custody, and then there was a subsequent uh, protest against this death and against the fact that nothing happened to the police officers. And the police then sent in the right squad to basically um, intimidate and beat up the community in Palm Island. It was these this action. It was the handling of the of the death of Cameron Dumaji and the subsequent protest that the Federal Court of Australia has actually said that the police were racially discriminatory, discriminatory in their actions, which we often know that happens but it's always good for actually to be um, uh, proven in, in court. The action was uh, initiated by the, a local man, Lex Wooten, who listeners would also remember was jailed for his part in the protest uh, for a couple of years and then was um, put on a very restrictive uh, uh, media ban as, as well for, for many years. So this is a, a fantastic uh, late win, late win, but it's still a win for the um, for the um, community at Palm Island. Hello, I'm Ben from Regurgitator. Stay tuned to 3CR. Support community radio and your local music scene, and subscribe now. That's right, you're listening to 3CR Radio and uh, we certainly need your support to keep going. We now go to um, overseas where we go to Thailand where basically there's a new king in Thailand but there is the same repression. Following the death of King Bhumipal, his son Maha Vijayaralongkorn was proclaimed the new king of Thailand. Um, amid an atmosphere of social repression and military dictatorship, the new era has started the same way um, with many arrests. Uh, Jatupat uh, Bunpataraksa was arrested and accused of less majeste the day after the coronation for a Facebook post on the new king. Now, the Facebook post was basically a BBC uh, news um, 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 story about the coronation. So he has now been accused of less majeste for that. The BBC office in Bangkok has also been targeted for its coverage and whether or not they have... Um, uh, be, are guilty of less majeste. Now, in two separate other cases, um, Thanaporn, another activist, Thanaporn was given a two-year suspended sentence under the Computers Crime Act for a Facebook post on the political violence in 2010, i.e. when the military shot unarmed protesters. 
while Chanokanan Ramsap has been threatened with Les Majest this week for another for a different Facebook posting against military repression. Now, it is obvious that the Thai military junta is using the transition period to a new king to further consolidate its hold on power. Now, given that it is a military dictatorship with wide-ranging power, um, they're really cracking down on dissent. We go next door to Burma, where a new report um, has looked at um, at the new industry um, that it's really getting up in Burma, and um, the, and it's come out. And the new report has detailed how Burma and political um, integration into the global capitalist system is leading to a huge growth in the garment sector. There are now at least 350 garment factories in Burma, and as with other major garment centres in the world like Cambodia and Bangladesh, conditions are extremely harsh for workers. The garment sector is renowned for its uh, global race to the bottom in its search for the lowest possible cost and highest profits. The report documents how workers regularly work six days a week, 10 hours a day, often in cramped, noisy and dusty conditions. Labor organizing is routinely repressed via dismissals. So another place to watch in Burma. Our last um, news stories for this roundup for today, we go to West Asia, to Tehran, where again the, the, the repression there is brutal. Last Sunday... Hundreds of bus drivers um, who had managed to evade um, police controls of the area rallied in front of the Tehran City Hall to protest against substandard housing facility that was to do with their collective agreement. Both the police and security forces attacked this protest, severely injuring a number of workers and arresting a number of others. Heroically, um, um, the workers continued their protest and managed to secure the release of the arrested workers who had been detained by the police. We don't know whether they're still going to be charged, but at least they got released on the day. This protest follows the, the government's uh, updated labour law that further criminalises labour activity and extends precarious work contracts among Iranian workforce. Um, as uh, detailed many other times, the Iranian government is very, very anti-worker and there are many like labour activists um, currently in jail in, uh, in terrible conditions in, in Iran. So that's really a space to watch and it's certainly an area where um, international labour solidarity is really, really needed um, and will certainly keep uh, people updated with, uh, with what's happening there. It's um, just on, um, I'm just looking at the time here, we've got slightly different uh, clocks here. It's 16 past uh, 9 o'clock here on 3C Radio. You're, you're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Workerlings. We'll go to a couple of community announcements, and then we'll be back with uh, Matt Kunkel from uh, Victorian Trades Hall, who will be talking about the Global Street Party that is happening later on today in Melbourne. As Prime Minister of Australia, I am sorry. We're coming live to you from the Aboriginal Ten Embassy in Canberra as part of the Sorry Day Convergence. And here comes Gilla. How you going, Gilla? How's it going, Gab? How's it going, uh, all you listeners down Melbourne? And you're missing a great time up here. And uh, 
a great day. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio station, bringing you coverage of community issues and events. We need your support. Call 9419 8377 and subscribe today. I feel hopeful, I feel grateful, I feel sorry. As an Aboriginal person, let me shake your hand. Thanks very much for being here today. Thank you very much. No worries. It's um, just on 17 past 9 o'clock here on Community um, Radio. And um, as just announced before the community announcements, I've, um, I've got, um, it's my pleasure to introduce uh, Matt Kunkel, who is the um, project organiser at uh, Victorian Trades Hall. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Hey, Pierre. How are you going? I'm going um, very, very well. And um, I can't actually... Hear you very well. Can you speak up? Oh, this is this is me speaking on the radio. All right. How's yep. That? Yep. <laughs> no worries. You're you're coming well. Thank you very much. Now, um, the um, we've got the global street party happening from twelve o'clock onwards today. Can you give our listeners a bit of um, uh, background to how this started and what the aim of the both the rally and the fiesta is? Sure. So, uh, as you said, we're having a protest or a rally and a, a festival, so a protestival, perhaps. Um, the reason or the way it came about was uh, a number of unions are increasingly concerned about the rising racism in Australia, uh, and uh, unions uh, need to work across race, they need to work across religion, they need to organise on the basis of class. So we all are workers and we all have the same uh, the same fight against the, the bosses and we need to work that way. And this was, I hope, a one, uh, the first step of many uh, in bringing unions into that, into that fight and, and publicly demonstrating and making a public statement that says racism's not okay, it's not okay here, it's not okay anywhere, uh, and, in, and that you know, people of all colour and creeds are, are welcome inside the trade union movement in Australia. And uh, you've almost answered my uh, one of my questions later on about whether this was going to be a, a one-off event or something, especially um, I'm sure that the fact that it's on Saturday 10th of December, International Human Rights Day, is not a coincidence either. No, I mean, it has been lined up with that special day and as, um, as you're right, so it's not a coincidence and it's the, you know, People have unions have historically fought for human rights, and indeed, organising inside unions is a human right as well. Um, but people have the right to um, to safety, regardless of, of where they're from, and and we want to express that solidarity with people from all over the world today. That's right. I mean, the, the strength of of the unions is all about organising, and we don't organise um, certainly by asking people where they're from, what their religion, or what language they they speak. I mean, our strength is solidarity and unity. That's right. And, you know, in, in the factories or the, the shops or the offices or, you know, workplaces all around the country, um, it doesn't matter where you're from. Uh, we're, all, we're all workers and people work side by side regardless of where they're from. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things that the bosses try and use issues of racism or uh, Islamophobia to try and divide 
divide workers to make it easier for, for bosses to exploit them. So um, fighting against racism is absolutely union business and it's an, and hopefully, as I said earlier, today's um, uh, an important step towards a, a, longer, um, a longer campaign in that, That's in that right. process. That's right. I've actually got a, a, a union T-shirt that says uh, racism is union business or something. Well, you have to wear that at the protest at midday today, Pierre. I'm already wearing oh, it, uh, Matt. If people could just see me in this studio. Well, I'll have to come down to the rally at the State Library at midday today to see you, Pierre. But they'll, they'll know which one you are. They'll be able to pick you out of the crowd. That's right. That's right. Or oh, at the festival afterwards at Trades Hall, which um, – tell us what, what's happening. There's, there's – um, says family fun, cultural exhibition, uh, a racial justice forum, rides, music and food. It sounds very exciting. Yes, it's going to be a great day. Uh, so people should bring their families down. We've got some uh, some bands lined up to play. We've got some food. Um, with, and there's some halal options there as well for people that need that. Um, some rides, some badge making, some all, all sorts of stuff for the kids to do. Um, but also, quite importantly, there's a program of uh, racial justice forums going on at... Uh, inside the hall itself as well. So there's going to be a lot of great family fun out the front, but there's also going to be um, some fantastic forums and um, and workshops and poetry and art exhibitions inside the hall as well. So there's going to be something for everybody today. Um, so, yeah, come along to the rally at 12 o'clock State Library and um, we'll be marching back up to Trades Hall and we'll kick things off up at Trades Hall. On The whole street's going to be blocked off. It's the Global Street Party, so um, we've blocked Ligon Street off. Um, just outside Trades Hall. There'll be heaps of fun there. There'll be fun inside and outside the building. To try and bring your dancing shoes in the day, I think is going to be, um, you know, very mild, so not much um, uh, chance of too much sun either. Perfect day for a rally and a perfect day for a festival, Pierre. That's right. And sort of as a last um, question, really, some of those um, forums I've seen on the the website and, um, you know, they look very, very interesting. And it's, it's really great that this is happening because very often in our very busy lives, or at work and all that, we actually don't get a chance to reflect at, at all the different variations and issues around racism, xenophobia and beliefs and, and all that. It, it's, it's very, very um, uh, exciting. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we've been working with a guy called Aslan Petra and his um, his comrades have put together a really fantastic program inside. So, um, yeah, as I said, get everybody should get down to Trade Soul today and, and check it out. There'll be... Something for everybody. All right, fantastic. I'll certainly be there. You'll be there. And uh, we'll be there with hundreds, maybe thousands of others. Let's hope. All right, no worries. Thanks a lot, Matt. And uh, all the best. And see you soon. See you soon, Pierre. See everyone. Thanks. Bye. Hey, this is Nick from Pinyao. You're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. Workers of the world unite. In this climate of divide and conquer, it's time for us to take to the streets and defend multiculturalism and diversity. Victoria Trades Hall and a coalition of trade unions are organising a global street party and you're invited. Saturday the 10th of December. Rallying at the State Library at 12pm, then marching to Trades Hall for a street party on Ligon Street. There'll be bands, rides for the kids, music and tonnes of food. There'll also be some political forums about race, racism and how to fight back. 
This event is brought to you by Trades Hall, NTEU, the ETU, the AMIEU, the AMWU, the CWU, the ASU, Geelong Trades Hall, Ballarat Trades Hall and Australia Asia Worker Links. Workers of the world are united and will never be defeated. For more information, contact Matt Kunkel on 0405 748 242. Global Street Party, Saturday the 10th of December. State Library at 12pm. A 3CR supporter. And before those announcements, um, I was talking to Matt Kunkel about the Global Street Party and Fiesta and given that, that that announcement just gave all the details, again, I won't go through them again, but um, start State Library 12pm and then Trades Hall. So see you all there. Um, we've just got about four minutes to go before the end of the, um, of the program. Just um, another little news item. And then a couple of, of important announcements. The um, There is an ongoing campaign um, about Uzbekistan. Now, we don't actually often hear f- about Uzbekistan, who, which is a, one of those, the, one of the ex-Soviet republics in Central Asia. But there, there are, in Uzbekistan, it's a huge cotton producer. And unfortunately, the whole government is geared towards producing cotton and basically forces a lot of its citizens to actually work in the cotton field in um, slave-like con- conditions. And um, um, labour activists have basically um, said that the uh, the government of Uzbekistan uh, operates the world's largest forced labour system in the world. Um, now, there is a ongoing um, uh, campaign to actually try and, and stop that. And one of the items at the present moment is the European Union wants to um, wants to approve a textile treaty um, with Uzbekistan and actually expand trade of uh, of, cot- of cotton um, that is made from forced labour. So uh, we'll put this up on the on our forum, but you can go to International Labour Rights Forum. Just Google it and, and Google or Google Uzbekistan cotton, and you'll actually see the um, um, the campaign. It's quite a um, um, a shocking uh, um, um, shocking situation that many workers in Uzbekistan um, find themselves in. But um, just two very quick announcement: um, if um, if by any chance you can't come to the Global Street Fiesta today in the city and at Trains Hall. And you're in the West, you can go to Rock for Refugees. It's a human rights fundraiser for refugees today at 1 p.m. at uh, the Reverence Hotel in Footscray. So it goes from 1 p.m. till 6 p.m., a whole lineup of uh, music. It's at the Reverence Hotel in Footscray. It's Rock for Refugees Human Rights Day fundraising event. Then on the 12th, on Monday, the 12th of uh, December, there is the teachers, there's a national day of uh, teachers showing support for refugees. They're all going to wear at school a a T-shirt saying uh, uh, refugees are welcome and they should be a process in Australia, close the camps. There is a vigil in support of the teachers Monday, 6 p.m. at the Melbourne State Library. So if you're not a teacher but you want to support what they're doing, Go to the State Library at 6 p.m. this Monday 
um, and support the teachers and refugee rights. And of course, much earlier in the day, 12 hours earlier, you can go at the CUB Brewery at 6.20am to welcome back the CUB 55 that have managed to win their, their fight after six months at, against CUB. So well done to those 55 workers, to the Electrical Trade Union, to the AMWU and to all the labour activists in Victoria that fought very hard. So um, that's all I've got for you today. Um, we'll be back for our last program, uh, for our last program for the year next uh, Saturday, the 17th of December. My name is Pierre Morrow. You've been listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you by Australia Asia Workling every week at 9 o'clock. Uh, we'll be back next week. Stay tuned to 3CR Radio and to the Palestine Remember program that will be coming up straight after these announcements. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.